brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast with your hosts, Mike Randall and Gus Kearns. Welcome in listeners to the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast, where we're always talking everything college hoops. Could have been anywhere else in the dial, but you chose to be here with us, Mike and Gus. And today we have a special guest, Chris Walker, Coach Chris Walker. You have probably seen his face at the desk on CBS and maybe even on the call for a few Mountain West games. Uh, Coach, thank you so much for giving the podcast a little time here. Uh, How's everything going on your end? Everything is great. Uh, Sitting here in the, I I always say, uh, the great state of New York, even though I'm from Texas, uh, having a great view right now, the Empire State Building, the Hudson River. So, and I had a day off today, so glad to spend it with you guys. So I appreciate uh, you guys giving me an opportunity to come on. Absolutely. And please give Coach a follow over at C. Walker Sports on Twitter, and please check out the Big Big E Show podcast that Chris is involved with and co-hosts. So uh, definitely check those couple of places out. Uh, Coach, let's just dive right in. You have covered an unbelievable amount of ground during your college basketball career arc, and you've been voluminous, for lack of a better term. Um, We'll try to touch all the bases. Let's start with the recent success over at CBS Sports. You've been on the call for some of the finest Mountain West teams and players. We love David Roddy over here. Give us a player scouting report or what team you think is really March ready within that conference since you've seen them firsthand. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, obviously, I love I, I want to take credit for it, even though uh, other people are now naming him Big Body Roddy. I think I was the first one to call him that last year. OK, uh, but uh, <laughs> but I love David Roddy. He had some time again. I did the Fresno State, Colorado State game and uh, he was a joy to spend time with a tremendous kid. I mean, a, a very good player. I'm telling you, if you got a chance to spend five minutes with him, I told mm-hmm. him, I said, you're not getting my job. So stop that, you know, because you're very, very, very loquacious and elocutes his points well. So he's a great kid. But you got to talk about Graham E.K. and Hunter Mononato uh, from Wyoming. Uh, obviously, Orlando Robinson, a big-time player, even though Fresno State struggles as of late. I recruited Matt Bradley at Cal Berkeley, and he's Ooh. the one shining light of San Diego State, which seems to be hitting their stride now. And uh, how could we not forget about Bryce Hamilton, who put 42 on Colorado State uh, at home and and actually just they just beat them uh, the other day. So, I mean, like they're they're really playing well. So I hope I, did, I don't, I don't want to leave anyone out. But Justin Bean, a walking double double. I mean, there's just so many 
uh, good players. And the Mountain West, I'll tell you this, has caught people by surprise this year. You know, everyone was talking about the WCC. No one was talking about Arizona when Tommy Lloyd got the job and the 13 freshmen. And all of a sudden, the Mountain West, now obviously Fresno State hasn't helped their case uh, the last few weeks, but they've been playing in tough games. You know, there's a chance to win quad one games, but there's also a chance you're playing really good teams. So, uh, and and I'll tell you the team that people need to watch out for is UNLV. They're starting to play well. And guess what the Mountain West tournament is? In Vegas. Uh-huh. So, I don't know if they'll be a bit, they won't be a spoiler for the league, because I think Boise State is firmly in, Colorado State is firmly in, San Diego State's got some work to do, but I think they'll be in, and Wyoming's definitely in. UNLV has to win the tournament to get in. Let's face that. But they could, they could hurt somebody if it gets tight, uh, and that may be, mm, Colorado State, if it gets really tight. Well, we just saw that UNLV finished the season sweep over Colorado State. And you mentioned Bryce. He went bananas in that one game. I think he, you, know, you mentioned he dropped a 40 spot. He is an absolute game changer. And he could be a tournament wrecker uh, if, you know, if he gets on one of those rolls again. Um, excellent scattering report. And you were right. Like Utah State got off early. And then Fresno State had their moment and was in the discussion. And now those two teams find themselves battling almost each other. And you, you are correctly, astutely pointed out, there's opportunity that exists inside the Mountain West that didn't exist in seasons prior. So the fact that these teams could get right with themselves, I think only enhances that particular conference. I'll tell you um, this. I, I coached in that league in 2000. I coached with Steve Alford in that league at New Mexico. Okay. I coached J.R. Giddens. I don't know if you remember being with J.R. Giddens. Yeah, yeah, I remember New Mexico, Darrington Hobson, and for a few years – and we had great Cameron, Cameron Berstow. They had great success, Kendall Williams. And I think they got five in like 2013. And this may be a year that could equal that. But I think this Mountain West, this is the most competitive year the Mountain West has ever had, for sure. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Chris. I think that, that that New Mexico team got that three seed. I don't know if yeah. we're going to see a Mountain West team that gets a seed that that's high, that high, but we will see – I think the cumulative factor of the of the conference, like filling up the bracket in March, which would be great to see. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, all right, Chris, you launched the Big Biggie Show. Good podcast for college basketball listeners out there. Please go give that a listen and a follow. Your Nova roots and your knowledge are really enhancing this podcast. So let's let's just break down the Big East a tiny bit here. First question is: Is Providence for real? And are they the team that might surprise in March? Or do you have your have you identified another team with inside the Big East that maybe could get things rolling? I'm going to really, 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 really be uh, very honest and fight my bias about the Nova Wildcats. In Fair. <laughs> I admire there. the battle, Chris. <laughs> Haven't worked there, but you know Ed Cooley's a friend. He's done a tremendous job. The transfer portal has helped a lot of people, right? The COVID year has helped people. And that is what has helped Providence uh, with Noah Harkler and, and Nate Watson. Those two kids, I mean, you lose those two kids, Providence isn't the same. No disrespect to Ed Cooley, but it has changed the game, you know. And so keeping that stability uh, inside and look what's happening for their season, which means that having seniors matter, you know, having upperclassmen matter. And I think that they have a chance. Now, they've been, you know, teetering on, uh, you know, being upset by DePaul and Butler but it's also the mark of a good team where you can your guys go in like, ah, oh, we're going to get this done. And they just fight through it and get it done. You know, that's that's the mark of a, a very good program. Or you can say, mm, you know, I don't know if I'm buying these guys. Now, 
what what's going to happen is to your point or to your question, can Providence upset people in the NCAA tournament? The question, the answer is yes, because as I mentioned before, they're experienced, right? They're very experienced. And uh, I think the guard play really helps them as well. Uh, they can make shots. And again, they, they have a bunch of guys who's been there before. And I think that the Providence fans are ready to get to the second round of the NCAA tournament and make a sweet 16 run like they've done in years past. But as far as the team that has the highest ceiling, I think it's Villanova without question. There's a huge game. If they hold serve and Providence holds serve the last game of the year, I think they play at the Cat House and and uh, either the Finn or Wells Fargo for the for the Mount, not for the championship. It depends on what Providence does and what Villanova does. But that that game will be huge in Big East uh, in the Big East. But I'll say this, Villanova. And I talked to Jerry Palm the other day when we were in the bullpen at CBS. I said, Jerry, we're going to disagree on a lot of things. Okay, you and your numbers. I get it. You know, okay. he broke some things down to me that made zero sense. That made zero sense. And I say, that's why you have this, your spot, and I have mine. But what I will say is, does Villanova have a chance to be on the one line? And I said, he said, it will take a lot. I said, okay, Villanova won out, won the Big East, won the Big East tournament. Do they have a chance to be on the one line coming from a league with seven bids? And they just said it would take a lot. And and I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. A lot's going to happen between now and then. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But you don't want to play Jay Wright in the Final Four. Come on. You mean, oh, you mean not in the NCAA tournament? You know, Hall of Fame coach, very disciplined. They don't beat themselves. They make threes. They're very experienced. So I would have to say, again, my bias, I, I kept it back as long as I <laughs> kept it away as long as I could. But Villanova is easily the team that has a chance to make noise, they make the most noise in the Big East. We appreciate the battle against the I tried. Bias. You did. <laughs> I tried. All right. Uh, and by the way, when uh, speaking of Jerry Palm and the bracket release show, we saw that Villanova was slotted to play at Philadelphia in the Wells Fargo if they are in that particular uh, region, which would be an unbelievable advantage for, for Cat fans everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it would be. Hey, listen, I'm just telling you right now that here's a trick to it. I don't want to make this Villanova centric, but Jay Wright played the hardest schedule, I believe, in the country. He played UCLA, mm-hmm. UCLA. He played Purdue as well. And, and he played the Knicks, I think. So he played everybody that he could play. Knowing that this team was going to be a tough season, they don't have the star power they usually have. But in right. the NCAA tournament, you don't need star power. You need experience, and you need a very experienced coach, and you need some toughness and guys that can make shots, and that's what they can do. They do. They certainly have that. Let's stick in the Big East, Chris. What player do you think that you've seen cross paths with, seen in person, watch some film on, that could just blow up a game or a bracket in March? What player holds that type of skill set and that type of will where his offensive influence or defensive influence could absolutely blow up a game, create an upset, or maybe even blow up a bracket? You know, I was going to say uh, when you preface the question that way, I don't know if St. John's will make the tournament. I think I have to do a lot of a lot of damage. I was going to say mm-hmm. Julian Champagny uh, because, I mean, he's just an old-school player that could get it done. But if you're talking about a team that I think that's firmly in the tournament – someone who has a chance to make an impact. I got to go with Julian Lewis from Marquette. Uh, I think that he is a superb player, NBA t- uh, uh, style type body, can make shots. I think Shock has found his wheelhouse uh, at Marquette. They're sending everything around him. And it's so interesting. They lose uh, Theo John to Duke. They lose uh, uh, the big kid. I forget his name. Uh, not Dawson. Oh, uh, Garcia. Went Garcia. To UNC. Dawson Garcia to UNC. And look what's happened. 
And that's what hap happens in college basketball and what makes it so different than the NBA. You can lose a, a player or you can not have your best player and you can still go on the road and win. You can't do it in the NBA. That's what the, that's the pageantry and the nostalgia of college basketball. And when you got 18 to 22 year old kids, you never know what's going between ear to ear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm going to say that uh, for sure, I'll say Lewis from Marquette is a chance to really I mean, it'll make an impact in the NCAA tournament and pull off upsets. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. I, I agree with Lewis. And, and Champagne's game is like multi-layered. But Lewis, yeah. he's he ha you mentioned he has that NBA body. And Shaka, that's like just his type of guy. Right? Yeah, and yeah, it seems like he's yeah. got a good vibe going on there with Marquette. They're going to be dangerous, and they've been dangerous. They yeah. proved they've been dangerous all season. You always love seeing that like team that gets picked like eighth or ninth preseason, and then they come out and are actually a threat to win the whole thing in in conference, which and, is awesome. Shaka's yeah. been to a Final Four as well, so I mean, yeah. like, so it's not new to him making a push like that. So you know, I'm, I'm you know, again, I don't like he, he unceremoniously was shown the door at Texas, which is a tough job for anybody. Just ask the football coach. But yep. at the end of the day, he's getting it done at Marquette at a high level. All right, along with dropping dimes, as a player at Villanova, coaching multiple college programs and, you know, holding down the desk with uh, Gary Parrish and uh, the great Renee Montgomery, <laughs> your pencil and your notebook have been really busy as well. Do you think you could share with the listeners a few elements concerning your new book, The Ten Superpowers? And congratulations on finding the finish line on such an ambitious project. Yeah, thank you. And, and like I was telling people, the, there's a pandemic and there was the pandemic. So during that time, I had a chance to do a lot of things. That was the second of the two books that I finished. First one was called The Elephant in the Room, Conversation of Race and Sports in America. And then uh, I pinned this other book, as you mentioned, 10 Superpowers of Authentic Leadership. And what it was is I looked at all the different guys that I've great coaches that I work with and what I took from them, you know, whether it was I played for or coached with or coached for or worked for. I took certain elements for them and I wrote about those things in a book. It's a great it's a great read. I mean, it, here's the other thing about uh, uh, leadership. It's nothing that none of us don't have. So basically what I say is uh, when I meet people, I says, I want to get make you the best you 
you can be. That's what I would say to you or anybody else. And things that are inside of you, you just may not, that trigger may, may not have been turned on. That light switch may not have been turned on. So I just provide examples of things that happened in my life or examples that happened in history that can, that, or that'll pin to, hey, you could be an authentic leader as well if you choose to do X, Y, and Z. So that, that was the origin of the book. And uh, like I said, it's a good read, but you know, hopefully you can find some out of it. All right. So listeners out there, if you're uh, dialing up Amazon, definitely keystroke in the 10 superpowers and coach Chris Walker. All right. Speaking of those superpowers, do you feel like there's a team, a program, a coaching staff that holds one of those superpowers that might translate to March success, a team that's really impressed and caught your eye this season, whether it be at the desk or maybe even calling the game? You know, it's funny. Uh, again, we'll keep it uh, to teams that have a chance to make the tournament for March mm. Madness. And I will say the one team and people are like, ah, oh, whatever, that was the obvious. I'm going to say Kentucky. And, and the reason I'm going to say that is because and I'm going to use the one superpower is persistence. They've had injuries after injury. Right. And, and they found a way. You're talking about all the pressure. Unless you've been to a game in Lexington, I coached at Vanderbilt. I coached right. against Rick Pitino and Tubby Smith at Kentucky. And obviously, Kyle Perry has taken it to a stratospheric level where you just expect them to win every game or every dude on their team is going to the NBA. And that hasn't been the case as of late. He's even, you know, made a detour to the transfer portal. But even he has realized the tide and turn, I mean, the, the tone of what's going on. And he's made a shift, a seismic shift to bringing in transfers. Savia Wheeler or, or Kellen Grady, who's come from right. uh, Davidson. And Davion Mintz, who came from, from Creighton, so, and, and Shibway, who could be the college player of the year. So four of their top players are transfers through injuries, through changing his whole philosophy, and the pressure of Big Blue. I think Calipari has done the, the most unbelievable job where people say he may be a one seed and have a chance to win the NCAA tournament. But injuries, that's the one thing that I worry about uh, with Kentucky. Well, you mentioned the transfers, and it'd be we, we should also include Jacob Toppin in that, especially after oh, no you know, OB redeeming factor uh, yeah. in the dunk contest. But, yeah, he's played unbelievably well for them as well. On the wing, has been really valuable. We've seen how injuries have decimated other teams, especially at key positions, like at the lead guard position like they've had. And without Ty Ty and without Severe, like that, that, that's tough to figure out, but they've definitely persevered and figured out, and you're right, they're in line if they follow X, Y, and Z. They could be that one seed that you referenced earlier. Yeah, no question about it. And like I said, you know, look at Auburn, Zeb Jasper, and and, uh, and Green coming back. Flanagan yeah. coming back. But again, you know, once it's this time of year, and even Calipari said we're shutting them down. Doesn't matter. And they still get a big win versus Alabama. But my thing is, you know, the one thing I love about college basketball uh, one of my good buddies, Kyle Neptune, is the head coach of Fordham. He lost his two top players who are the top five scorers in the A-10, and they're still winning games. So what I say in college basketball, coaching matters. But more importantly, culture matters when you have kids that follow you and believe in what you're doing. You can believe whatever you want. doesn't mean that you're going to work. It's going to work as uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, or against right. Steph Curry. You can believe all you want, right? But against in, in college basketball, it matters. Because the game is different. And again, there's more camaraderie, this home court advantage. It's just different uh, in college basketball. It, it, you you kind of nailed it there where the coaching influence definitely is a little bit – the percentage to wins and losses is definitely higher than it is in the NBA. You know, no talent, trump, 
talent trumps everything in the NBA. But you're right. That influence, that influential coach like Kyle Antune, they, Fordham's been live every game inside the A10. That's He's right. done an unbelievable job. Unbelievable job. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, it's even like Kim English, who they just beat, has done a great job. And, and, and the thing is, I say this for young coaches. The, the transfer portal has made college basketball like the NBA when it comes to free agency. And you are walking a very t- like, where do you balance it? Where do you balance it? But here's the, at the end of the day. Guess what the AD and the fan base want? They want you to win. It's your job to figure it out. <laughs> you can't legislate morality. You can only regulate behavior. And my, as a great Dr. King says for, for, for black history. But it, it comes down to if Kentucky's doing it, what, what they're doing with transfers. And you could talk about, you can go through every single program in the country. You will find, look at, look at Texas Tech transfers. Average age, 22 years old. Look at Texas, all transfers, number one yep. defense in the country. Something is changing. Look at Auburn. Yeah, they got great players. Window Green, transfer. Katie Johnson, transfer. Walker Kessler, transfer. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you... I think you're outlining the change in the roadmap to success in college basketball, where it used to be, let's get in as many five stars as we can. Let's give them the ball and put them in successful positions. Or like you mentioned earlier, let's have a core group, really coach them up and reap the benefits there. But yeah, the roadmap has definitely altered and it's taken a couple of detours, no doubt. Yes. Yes. All right. You mentioned Texas Tech coach, and that, that that's one of the places where you had a head coaching stop. The program that you once guided appeared in the CBS bracket preview on the number three line. No one defends at an elite level like they do. Is this success really sustainable for the rest of the Big 12 and on into March without the traditional point guard in the starting lineup? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Mark Adams, a tremendous coach. I had a chance to coach, as you mentioned before, his son played for me, Luke Adams. Get out. Yes, he did. So I've been on Mark a long time. Chris Beard, I actually worked with at Texas Tech before mm-hmm. I took over. So there's and, and I still have some ties to Lubbock and I, and I had a great time there. And uh, Kirby Holcutt gave me an opportunity of a lifetime to be the head coach. But what they're doing there, Lubbock reminds me. I'm trying to think of the places that Lubbock reminds me of uh, going to UMass back in the day. Who wants to go to Western Mass? Lubbock is a place like uh, I used to laugh and I recruited at Texas Tech. I said, so let me get this right. Everyone says Lubbock's the worst place in the world, but it's bigger than Columbia, Missouri. It's bigger than Stillwater. It's bigger than Norman. It's bigger than Manhattan, Kansas. Like, why is Lubbock so bad? It's because of proximity to Texas, the UT. So right. when you compare it that way to Texas and TCU and all those schools, you're like, even bigger than Baylor. But Baylor's close to Dallas in between Don Austin. So Lubbock's a great place uh, football-wise and basketball-wise. And Mark Adams just says, you know, defense travels. Because you got to understand, defense travels no matter where you go. Look look at what the blueprint of Chris, uh, Chris Beard, he's at Texas, the number one defensive team in the country. They came from – they have hung their hat on defense. And if you – now, no, I'm an offensive guy. I believe defense travels. I'm an offensive guy. But if you can get points off turnovers, if you can keep their score down and you're a team that shoots a high percentage and get points in the paint – offensive rebound and get points off turnovers and get to the foul line. Basically what I'm saying is be a very physical team. You can mitigate the three point shots and not having a traditional point guard. And that's what they do. They're just bullies. You know what I'm saying? They're bullies. And they, every loose ball, you know what it's like? It would be like uh, NFL teams and they go to overtime and they do the coin flip, coin flip and the other team win. They're all happy. Well, 
the Lubbock or the UT, I mean, our Texas Texas kind of thing, when they win the coin flip, they can have the ball. We'd rather play defense. That's what they are. <laughs> we, 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 we got a better chance of getting an interception, getting a fumble, or hitting them in the mouth. We don't want to take the ball first. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way they play. And that's, I mean, that that's the type of style that took them to the championship game just a few years ago as well. And I, I, I'm with you. Mark Adams is doing unbelievable stuff there with the roster that he had totally had to reconstruct, and and he's done an unbelievable job there. And they'll just, they'll I, just I'm, keep I'm super impressed. Transfers. Yeah, they'll, they'll just keep getting transfers. That's the point. Like, there's no reason. Even Beard always had one guy that was a stud. That was a first-round draft pick. They don't, Terrence Shannon, I thought, could be the guy. He's not going to be a first-round draft pick, and they mm -hmm. found a way to make it work without that. But the formula is just get experienced guys in that believe in the culture. That's it. And when and you do that, you got a great chance to win. And their culture is like we're just going to play everybody that's you know six four, six five, six six, six seven. Everybody's going to defend. Everybody can dribble. Everybody can pass. Everybody's going to crash the boards. It's it's really impressive what he's done there. I'm 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 a I'm a Texas Tech Red Raider believer and stock buyer, no doubt. All right, Chris, this is interesting, and I checked it out for the first time this season. You've been involved with the Beyond the Box Score broadcast for CBS. For those of you know, for those college basketball fans that haven't you know totally dipped their toe into that experience do you want to just maybe highlight one or two things that they can get out of that broadcast and some of the different things that they might experience as a fan yeah and not to make it be too high level i honestly believe just from my standpoint that college basketball is going to be shown that's the lens in which college basketball will be shown in the future straight yeah. numbers analytics and just a, a quick aside when i say hey guys when you watch television Jerry Jones won't pay him. Jerry Jones, I'm a big Cowboy fan. Jerry Jones won't pay Dak. What's the first thing the Dak agent goes to? The QBR. Look at his numbers. Look at his numbers towards that people. And that is the way decisions are made, but that's also the way decisions are made when it comes to scouting reports. And who do you play? And who do you, and, and the way you defend? You talk about Texas Tech a minute ago. They look at numbers. Numbers decide everything. Who gets to take the most shots? You know, what are your points per game? Uh, what's your offensive rating? So what we do is we give the fans a bird's eye view under the hood of right. how decisions are made. Obviously, in the NBA is why this person makes more money than that person. It doesn't. Yeah, LeBron are the easy ones to figure out. But there are guys on the fringe. Well, why would they pay that guy this and that? Well, you know, they match the numbers up. They match his ratings. They look at his win shares. They look at his P, you know, his PER. And we got John uh, Hollinger who invented PER from the memory he worked for the Memphis Grizzly front office who works with me. He does a tremendous job. But I, I, and I, I'm a CEO of an analytics company myself. So I firmly believe that one day that I can, and I believe this even when I do a game, like I can literally get a stat sheet, look at it, look at all their box scores, and I can tell you without ever watching the tape who's good, who's bad, how they should play without even seeing them ever play on the floor. And that's what I believe is going to be the future of basketball. So we try not to make it too high level, but at the end of the day, People, if, if people understood, like for instance, when I do a game, and I'm not so stat heavy when I do a game just because I, I don't want to confuse people because I want right. to call a game just so your wife and your girlfriend can listen to your grandmother. So if I say he shoots 41%, no one knows what that means. They do know good shooter, bad shooter. He's a good shooter. He's a bad shooter. They should guard him. They shouldn't guard him. That's simple. But when I say 41%, well, what does 41% mean? 
or what is his effective field goal uh, shooting percentage versus his true shot shooting percentage. So there's things that, you know, we're going to do a, a much better job of explaining, but it's just really baseball does the best job of it. Football is coming along and basketball is just one of those sports that's fought it. And we're really trying to bring it to the forefront, but I love it. And uh, it's, it's, it really explains everything. If you really are into, if you're really into basketball. And if you're, you know, if you're a math person and your and your head operates in numbers, not necessarily the dialogue, then that is the broadcast for you. I've really enjoyed the couple times I've hopped in. So uh, keep doing yeah. an unbelievable job with it. And those people that love the metrics, it's right up yeah. your alley. Right up yeah, your alley. You know, you know the people who really love it, the people who like the wager, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think you just keyed That's into something really there, going. Chris. <laughs> Smart man, coach. All right, let's get out. Let's uh, get you out here on this final question. Um, okay. Do you have a team that is definitely going to surprise? Not like your Kentucky or your Gonzaga in about a month. What's one of those teams that's going to just jump off the screen into people's living rooms the next month or so, where fans might be just scratching their head, like, "Hey, who is this team, and how, why are they here? How did they get here?" What what team did you think that might be a flying a little bit under the radar that you we think might surprise maybe in the Oral Roberts fashion from last season? Yeah, so uh, obviously mm, that's a good one. What jumps out at me thinking about last year is Oregon State because you look at what's happening yeah. this year and you're like, how the heck did Oregon State win the Pac-12 tournament, go to the Final <laughs> right. Four, and look where they are now? But they had transfers and they, and they had a really good point guard in uh, in Thompson, but. I would say piggybacking, I mean, going back to what we said before about what team was surprised, we mentioned Providence. And I know they lost yesterday, but I would say Rutgers is one because you never hear Rutgers when you think basketball. If they get in, right, they've proven that they can do things, you know, because in the inside term, you got to win Thursday, Saturday, or you got to win Friday, Sunday. You have to be able to win, and, and, and they've been able to do it, win four straight games. Going back to your point a minute ago about the Mountain West, don't be surprised, Leon Rice. And uh, his group with Boise State, they're not a great offensive team, but they stop you. In the in-state tournament, everyone gets tight. Possessions are tighter. So if, you, if you're if nervous about, oh, this team scores 80 points a game, it will not happen in the in-state tournament. So who are the teams that are comfortable playing in the 50s and the 60s? That's very important. San Diego State, State of the Mount West is another one. They're comfortable playing in the 50s and 60s. And that's very important. So if you're talking about an outlier that has a chance, I would look in those leagues for it. I mean, I, you, you want to say San Francisco, you know, I'm not, I don't like, or BYU, you know, uh, the, the Mountain West, those Mountain West teams, I think have the best chance. Uh, Loyola Chicago, I'm kind of like off them a little bit as far as like an upset team. But I, I would, I would say, I would say, and, and you know what, My, again, another one, Wyoming, Boise State, San Diego State, those are the teams that I will watch as far as like having a chance to, you know, turn people's heads. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. We've been paying close attention to the Mountain West as well, just like you. And, you know, been on, uh, of course, enjoyed some of your calls with those. And we've loved watching my own, uh, uh, Wyoming kind of like morph into this kind of monster, not dissimilar from Providence, where they were picked, I don't know, what, seventh, eighth, ninth preseason right. conference. And, and now they're, they're, you know, naturally ranked. Right. Rutgers was close last year. They gave Houston pretty much all they wanted to handle. And then Houston went on to a Final Four. So Rutgers kind of knows the blueprint and has, you know, run through the hurdles before last March with that. And yeah, they can beat anybody anytime, especially. But, 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 but the, to your point, lost two or three key transfers. 
<laughs> so that's what the job Miles that Johnson, you see yeah. Tycho and, and, and Jacob Young goes to work. Like the job yeah. that they've done to – I mean, they got uh, Ron Harper Jr., but he's nothing like his pops. <laughs> Let's get that straight. So Agreed. I mean, you're like – and Omari is doing a great job. But like, ah, great job by coaching staff. <laughs> what you got to say? Great totally job agree. by staff because they're doing it in the Big Ten, period. And, and that's impossible. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned Boise. And basically oh, yeah. since – Spencer, that that freshman uh, Degenhart, yeah, Degenhart got put yeah. into the, the the starting lineup. They've been absolutely unbelievable. He he talk about the efficiency and the metrics. Like yeah. he's probably a guy who you're highlighted on one of those broadcasts as well inside the box score. But yeah, they they are comfortable playing that slow pace. Are not bothered playing in that uncomfortable space of like in the forties. Yeah. And speaking of beyond the box score, we have the next beyond the box scores this week: Loyola Marymount versus BYU. Two teams. That's on Thursday. Two teams. Uh, we had them both last year. They're very, 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 very strong analytical teams. Mark Pope, Stan Johnson, two really, really good coaches. Use the metrics like crazy. So th- there'll be some good information. And then it'll really inform families, AAU coaches, uh, the casual viewer of what the players and coaches see and why what's happening on your screen is happening. It properly places value on what helps winning basketball. Correct. Right. Not, I always tell people all the time, it's never personal. No. <laughs> it's, it's never, the numbers are never personal. The numbers don't lie. Now, bias is a, is a, is a, is a reason why things go south. Right. But numbers, we don't ignore the numbers. No, the numbers are always the, always the simple language. They're the simplest Correct. language that we could hope for. Chris, Correct. thank you so much. This I has been really it. fun. Please don't forget to give Coach a follow at C Walker Sports over on Twitter. Definitely check out the Beyond the uh, Box Score broadcast on CBS Sports. Uh, and you can find Chris, obviously, at the desk holding it down. Please check out the Big Big East show to get everything yeah, you need from the Big East uh, podcast. Yep. And uh, congrats on the new book, 10 Thank Superpowers. You. Hey, listen, man, you did a great job. I'm going to hire you as my agent. I got a great agent, but I'm a fireman. Hire you. I appreciate the job you've done. No question about it. No, no problem, Chris. It's been a joy <laughs> doing this. And uh, no, your guy Chris does a great job. So we, we want to keep him right where he's at. Cheers, Salatra. Glad to see everybody. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.